what's up, husbands and wives, and future husbands and wives. Listen, we still do the podcast. We still. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you thought I was going to say something else. I did. We still friend. do. Ma- no, I didn't think about it. No, listen, we still do. We still <laughs> married. We still believe in this institution that God yep. has blessed the earth with. Still married since the last episode. Marriage. That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Speak life in your marriage part two, y'all. We're going to dive in. We are grateful to God for another opportunity. We speak life to you right now and yes. pray the Lord is building you up as you are listening and allowing the word that's coming from the podcast to strengthen you. Mm-hmm. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the, the word, word of our testimony. testimony. But how can you get a testimony if you don't have word to go into you that's to good. help you determine what is happening? Mm-hmm. Why, why am I going through what I'm going through, whether it be good or bad? Mm-hmm. I believe if it's bad, we got to glorify God in our afflictions. Mm-hmm. But I believe if it's good, we got to give glory to God for what's good. We That's don't ever want to idolize the good or the bad. That's good. We don't want to give more credit to anything more than the one who has called us, who can keep you in anything. Mm-hmm. Somebody all say this with me. God is a keeper. God is a keeper. Yep, he is a keeper of your marriage. Yes, yep. he So is. this is that podcast. I'll say it again. This is that podcast yes. that points your marriage back to God. That's right. Because you can't hold on to something that you didn't create. Mm-hmm. You can't keep it. You mm-hmm. can't keep something you didn't create. But the best way to keep it is to go to God and give him the strength. Let him give you the strength That's to it. keep what he has given us. That's it. I love how he gives that. He gives us something to see what y'all going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to worship it. Are y'all going to leave me with it? Are you going to forget about me with mm-hmm. it? Or are you going to use it to, to honor me? Mm-hmm. Are you going to honor me with you? And so I want you to know that you have a blessed opportunity That's right. to honor God by faith mm-hmm. with your marriage. And your marriage has a 100% guaranteed success rate opportunity to be successful That's right. if you trust God with it. That's right. I believe that. Amen. So we're going to talk about speaking life that. in your marriage. I believe that. And you said if you trust him with it. Yeah. And I'm going to go back because yeah. I'm old school. I've, I've always been that way. But mm-hmm. they used to say he'll keep you if you want to be kept. Yeah. And so even with that, if you trust him with it, you have to want to be kept. You have to want to God, you know, trust him with your marriage in order for that thing to work. Yeah. And I'm telling you, but if because if you don't, then you have what you want. I mean, you know what I mean? We say it all the time. Yep. Say what you want to see until you see what you said you saw. And that applies in marriage as well. Sure so does. say one thing and do another. So this part of the speed life of your marriage, um, last time we were talking about, you know, saying one thing and doing another thing, or how do you speak life to something where you feel like it's not working? This thing yeah. is dead. You know, it's just not going anywhere. And so you have what you see. If you he's not this and he don't this and he always and she or vice versa back mm-hmm. and forth. So this time we're talking about how we say one thing, but our actions and our heart is far from it. And we say that our marriages should reflect Christ in the church, the way Christ loved the church in the way the church should love Christ. And so there is a scripture that I want to share because that's what the powerful marriage is all about, right? Yeah, words are so important. As she's pulling that up, words are so important. We talk about the power of speaking life, which really means to uplift people with your words, to uplift mm-hmm. your spouse with your words. And you can't just believe that your spouse needs lifting just because they seem down. Right. People need well, to be true. uplifted even when they appear to be up. Mm-hmm. People need your word. You have been assigned by God to uplift your spouse. That's good. That's an anointing that's been given to you, a power that's been given to you. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you this, 
No one can build your spouse up better than you. Yeah. You said As a spouse, that. my said wife, there, I have been blessed to speak to thousands of people. Mm -hmm. My wife has been in the audience when I've spoken to thousands of people. Yet, of course, I'm more concerned about what God believes and feels about my message than anyone. Yeah. Um, but as it relates to all the anyone's, <laughs> I'm more concerned about what does she think about it? Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, you can have a round of applause, standing ovation, the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. And then you go to my, your spouse, I go to Starlet, and I want to know what she thinks. And if I'm not sensing the reaction that, or something, I'm like, I'm more bothered by her maybe not being pleased than I am happy with so many people being pleased because mm -hmm. her words, her support, has more power to build me up or bring me down yeah. than anyone else in my life. So this is true. That's a powerful responsibility that must be powered, power cord, mm -hmm. that must be powered by Jesus. Yeah. Because sometimes you may not necessarily feel like giving it, or sometimes it might be hard to give the truth, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, or, or vice or whatever. And so it's really important to know that you have a power more than anyone to speak life to your spouse because you have the power to build them, to build them up in order to tear them down. Mm -hmm. And let's choose to build them yeah. up. So that's perfect for the scripture that I want to share. And I'm going to always share a scripture. I'm going to do that because yep. I'm telling you the word is really, it really is what keeps you. And so even in saying that, like your spouse has the ability to um, build you up or bring you down. And so it's like when you're speaking in front of a lot of people, um, you you may have an audience. And so it's easy to have an audience and say all the right things about your spouse. It's easy to have an audience. I mean, you can't say the wrong thing, but there is it's easy to do that. And so this scripture here, it goes perfectly with what you said. This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And so let's think about that in marriage. How does that look in marriage? It's easy to say the right things or good things about your spouse when other people are looking or listening because it's what you're supposed to do. And then, but your heart behind closed doors don't match what you're saying. Yeah. And so yeah. that's a yeah. tough spot in marriage. It's like, I hear what you're saying in front of everybody else and they're applauding and they think we are this marriage. Like we're the standard, like mm -hmm. we're the goals, you know? And then, but behind closed doors, I'm like, wait a minute, you're not even doing what you're saying. And so the danger of that, and it's a painful place to be in, especially if you get into a di dispute or argument or arguments sound bad, but I don't know, but it, that's what it is, right? You go a back and forth, disagreement, whatever you want to call it. I think somebody used to say two becoming one moment. But anyway, when you have those little rough patches and then you say things in the heat of an argument or you say things and you're like, oh, really? That's how you feel about me? Or you use... Uh, say you're in a vulnerable place or you're a vulnerable spouse and you share things with your spouse and they know things about you. And then in an argument, they bring that back up. Do you always, or you've been doing this and they used to be one of my things. I hated it. But at the same time, and then when you speak, you know, if you're talking or if you're in a crowd of people or, you know, it's just like, I think I'm rambling right here, but here we go. So we're doing all these things and we're saying all these things like, wait a minute now, I hear what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I need to see that behind closed doors. Or, you know, don't say this, to, don't say this about me in front of everybody else. And then here you doing X, Y, and Z. And so we have to just make sure in marriage that we're finding ourselves in a place. If you, like they say, if you can't say nothing good, just don't say nothing at all right now. Just, just keep yeah. your mouth shut 
so you don't say the wrong thing. Like it has to be life spoken in the marriage. Right. Very, very important. And so when it comes to the mouth, the mouth can be a great performer. All right. It can be a performer of things good, performer of things mm -hmm. bad. But when it comes to what comes out of your mouth, we can't just think that the fruit is where it starts. No apple starts in a fruit form. That's right. Every apple. And, and it's an apple in fruit form. And, that, and we like to eat the apple the way that it is, as a fruit, as a substance that can be consumed. Mm -hmm. But an apple started out as a seed. Mm -hmm. And because it started out as a seed, we will never be able to truly benefit from the fruit of the apple until we support and appreciate the seed of the apple. If you don't take care of the seed of the apple, you never appreciate the fruit of the apple. What am I saying? The reason why the lips were able to draw closer to Jesus, but hearts be far from them is because of the seed of the lip, the words that came from the lips. Mm -hmm. It's the seed. And so what am I saying? Matthew 12, 34 talks about out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, meaning out of the overflow of the heart comes what. Out, out of your mouth. I can't hear what you're saying until you speak it. Meaning I can't hear what your heart is saying That's until true. your lips say it. That's true. So your heart, your heart will speak for you through your lips. That's true. Well, what are you saying? How can your lips draw close and heart be and heart be far from me? Well, if you heard the scripture, out of the abundance of the heart, mm -hmm. the mouth speaks, meaning the overflow, the rest of your heart, all the stuff that's in your heart will start to build up and to spring up things yeah. that may be the real thing. So what you yeah. really have to say is really coming out of your heart. And so it's really important to understand that everything starts in the heart. I need somebody to say that it where my life speaks, it starts in the heart. Where it my starts, life in, the starts heart. in the heart. Understand that. And so it's important now to start really dealing with your heart. Yeah. That's where the issues are. The issue is in the heart. And so how you feel about your spouse, what you mm -hmm. think about your spouse, how the way you speak about your spouse, it doesn't start in your mouth. It starts in your heart. Well, that's and so true. the way you fix that is by going to God to clean the heart. Yeah, I was going to say what, that was good. I'm sorry. But when you uh talking about the seed mm -hmm. and the importance of um like God, he's concerned with our inward before our outward. Yeah. So we, we do so much grooming of the outward. Yeah trying to polish what it looks like, but the inward, the seed that, that I love yeah. when you said that, like the seed, if we take care of the seed, the fruit will be okay. Yeah. So deal we, with I the root, that. deal with the deal root, with the, the root, root the root cause of everything is the heart. The root cause of your good marriage. Yeah. Will be blessed. It's the heart. Yeah. The root cause of a tough marriage, a struggling marriage is the heart. Yeah. And so we got to get to the heart. Yeah. The heart, if you get to the heart, it will cause you not to be able to be a performer mm -hmm. because I don't care what they say. They draw nigh to me with their lips. I mean, they're able to speak out loud in front of everybody in public yeah. the, right things, the right things. But in private, they're not saying that. I will be hard pressed to believe that those individuals that's drawing nigh to Jesus with their lips, their hearts are far from me. Meaning when we have a personal relationship, I don't hear you. Mm. We're not having a discussion. I don't know you behind closed doors. But I only know what you're saying in front of everybody. Yeah. So when we get alone, when we get intimate, then I know what you really believe about me. Wow. Well, what you're saying to me when nobody's listening. 
by what you're saying to me when in the comfort of our own homes mm -hmm. or in our cars or when trouble comes amongst us, the things that you really believe or feel mm -hmm. come out. And so here's what I don't want you to do. Saying or doing. Exactly. So I don't want you to hold people hostage or sentence your spouse That's by good. saying the wrong things. That's here's good. where grace comes in. Because right now, some would say, oh, man, my spouse has said these bad things, yeah. those negative things about me. That's how my... Um, my you my feel, spouse yeah. feels yeah. that's the, well forget about feels. I don't even want to talk about feeling right now. Yeah, that's how my husband's or wife's heart is towards me. Mm. My spouse, oh man. So you this could make you feel like this is a podcast where it all ends. Yeah, nope. No, here's where grace comes in. The grace comes meaning something happened where your hearts were damaged. Wow. Be it you said something that hurt heart, meaning you were careless with your words. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that the heart has no chance. Cause I told mm -hmm. you that the abundance of the heart, it doesn't mean the heart has no chance to get right. Mm -hmm. You have to go back to the beginning when the hearts were connected, yeah, when the hearts were intertwined, mm -hmm. when there was a oneness of heart, mm -hmm. there was a oneness of vision. You got to go back to that place and ask ourselves as a, as a spouse, as a married couple, mm -hmm. where did we doubt? Where, did we, where did we go wrong? When did we start doubting? When did we start giving our hearts to another thing, not to another person. Right. And that may happen too. That happens in marriage too. And God can redeem that too. If you want to, if, you if want there to. you put some things in place and we can discuss that on another podcast about how to deal with those uh, traumatic things. Mm -hmm. But even now you're getting help by understanding that sometimes we may be careless enough to say things that come from our heart that's been damaged. That's and I tell you something, when we have a power cord, God can clean that up. Yeah, he can he repair can. that. He can restore a failing heart. Mm. Many surgeons and doctors have heart, open heart surgeries so or hearts that have been failed and hearts mm -hmm. that are doing wrong and they were able to repair or replace or do a heart transplant. I want to tell you, God don't have to take the heart out and put another heart in. He can repair a failing heart. He can mm. restore the heart. Some of y'all, I sense it right now. I sense the emotions of you right now because you're crying out to God. You won't help. I'm telling you, God can help your heart. That's good. And your spouse wants to still love you the way that she loved you before. Mm -hmm. Your spouse wants to love you the way that she loved you before. Very we good. just have to pray that God will clean their hearts. The mm -hmm. reason why they hadn't left yet is because in their hearts is something still there. But the right. abundance, some, the damage, something happened. And now we got to get to that place and have a discussion on where did we go wrong? Mm -hmm. And and you cannot do it without Jesus. You can't, you can't do it because... Marriage is God's idea. Something happened where your hearts got away from God's idea about marriage. Mm -hmm. And you tried to handle your marriage on your own hearts. And you didn't allow the heart of Christ to infiltrate, to fill the heart of your spouse and right. the heart of you. That's very good. Once you give your heart to God, hearts to God together mm -hmm. to marriage and, and repent. Yeah. What did David say? Give me a clean heart, oh yes. God. Renew, Renew a, right a right spirit, spirit within, within me. me. Restore the joy of my salvation. Some of y'all got to say, Lord, restore yeah. the joy of my marriage. Mm -hmm. Give me a clean heart towards my spouse, God. Yeah. Give me a clean heart towards my towards you, God. Yeah. Let's start there first. You can't yeah. embrace the one, Jesus, until you embrace the one, your spouse. Somebody yeah. should say that. God, give me a clean heart That's towards it. you so that I can have a clean heart was my spouse. Why? Mm -hmm. You cannot understand and really enjoy the fruit of good words until you allow God to deal with the root That's of right. our heart that may have become, as the word of God says, 
desperately wicked, deceitfully wicked. Mm -hmm. And so if our hearts have the potential to be deceitfully wicked, we can't yet judge and and be upset and put our spouses in a fiery furnace until we have tried to minister to our spouses' hearts. That's good. Because what if they need ministry? Mm -hmm. See, we're oftentimes thinking about the damage that's been done towards us. But if you allow God to strengthen you, you would see your spouse as not the offender more than you will see your spouse as a victim who is using words because hurt people may be trying to hurt people. Mm, So now you can be a ministry Mm -hmm. to your spouse. I believe that you were put into my life to be a ministry to me. Mm -hmm. That's what help me. Yeah. But I also believe that I was put in your life to be a ministry to you. Absolutely. And so it's hard sometimes because sometimes the person you're supposed to be ministering to hurts you Mm -hmm. and it causes you not to see somebody as a, and that can be impacted by your ministry. Now Mm -hmm. you're like, I need to defend myself against you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now we have the power cord. Now we have Jesus in you. That's good. We have Jesus in you together. We can win. Mm -hmm. And so let's continue to speak words that encourage and even if you're saying, well, I got to fix my heart first. Yep. As God fixes your heart by faith, say the right words. That's right. Say what you want to see until you see, see what, what you said you saw. saw. And while you're doing that, let God fix your heart. Yes. That's it. Well, guys, you have it. Let God fix your heart. I yep. mean, that's the best way to end that. I yep. think we're going to stop that yep. right there. Put a needle in it. Put a pen in it, I think. Yep. We're going to come back. I I still sense it's more more about speaking life. We're going to continue down this journey of life words that can lead to a life and faith-filled marriage. Y'all, we're here to speak life to your marriage. Speak life in your marriage and And speak speak life life over over your marriage. marriage. Peace. All right. Be encouraged, y'all. Stay encouraged. Speak life in your marriage. Let God fix your heart. Honor each other with your heart. Yes. Then your lips. Peace.